In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to the Career Confidant. I'm happy that you've joined us here today. And this show is to help you get the tools that you need and the resources that you need to take control of your own career. So whether it means you want to move up, move out, do something on your own, or find a job if you're unemployed, we've got the resources here for you to do that. Today we're going to talk about social media, and there's been a lot in the media about social media and branding lately, and it kind of gets confusing. There's a lot of con- conflicting opinions out there. Some people are saying that if you don't have social media, it's going to ruin your life. Some people are saying that if you're on social media, it's going to ruin your life. So <laughs> it's going to take down some of those um, lopsided claims today and really talk through why would you want social media? Why would you want to have a brand? What does that actually mean? And how can you put the pieces together that work for you and do it in your way and take your time doing the things that are going to benefit you and your career? Because really that's all you care about, right? Is what's going to help you get where you want to go And how can you tell if something's going to be a waste of your time or not? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And so you may have, you know, friends or family that you see, and they're on social media all the time, maybe even if they run their own business, and you think, well, is that really helpful? Is that really getting them where they want to go? Is that really doing anything? And maybe even you have a marketing team at your business that does social media and You wonder, you know, are there metrics that show them if they're doing anything? Are they getting anything off of social media? And if you're in marketing, you know that marketing is a hard thing to pin down. It's a hard thing to measure. Is there direct results from activity, from marketing activity? Is an age-old question. No matter what the medium is that people are using to market, it's usually challenging to tie direct results to marketing activity. So, no no surprise that we're also having the same questions and and doubts about social media. Then, of course, there's some mental health data coming out about social media and how that works for, for people or doesn't work for people may not be great for your health to be on social media all the time. I think there's definitely some validity to those conversations. However, the social issues that they're talking about there typically aren't that different from in-person networking. If you go on social media expecting everyone to love you and to get all of these positive vibes from it, just like if you go to a networking event and expect to walk in and have everybody drop everything and, and know exactly who you are, it's probably not a not going to happen and it's going to give you some negative vibes if those are your goals going on to those things. So we're also going to talk about some goals for social media if you're using it especially for career work and how you can have a different 
outlook when you do get on social media that maybe will help as well when you're thinking about using it and staying sane while you do so. So let's start at the bottom. Let's start at the foundation here. What is a personal brand? Lots of con, lots of talk out there today about this, and we've talked about it on this show before, so we're not going to spend too much time here. But the idea of a personal brand in its true sense, as talked about by career professionals, so people who do career coaching, personal brand strategy, it's a very holistic picture. So we're not talking about you necessarily packaging yourself, although we'll talk about that in a minute and why it may not be that bad of a thing. We are talking about you finding out some very critical foundational things about yourself. So when you hear a career person talking about personal brand, when you work with a personal brand strategist, they're going to be looking at it in a very holistic way. And they're going to be helping you understand what your values are, what your goals are, what your passions or interests are. It's a very authentic process to help you figure out why you work, how you work differently, what type of work you really want to do. It's not meant to be a the same as a you know a, a package or a product brand where you're figuring out how to just say what someone else wants, although I would contend that even for a product, that doesn't work because it only works when something is authentic about what it is. So we've talked about before on this show how if you think about the brand of a Volvo, most people consider a Volvo to be a safe car and, you know, reliable that branding wouldn't work if it wasn't true, if it wasn't authentic, if Volvo's broke down every time someone drove them. So when we talk about you having a brand, we're not talking about anything inauthentic and not necessarily packaging, although we'll talk about that here in a minute. It's really at the foundation. Who are you? What do you do? Why do you do it? And how do you do it differently than others that might do the same thing? There, you get into a little bit of the packaging and a little bit of language because we want you to stand out. We don't want you to be using the same language that everybody else uses. This, however, doesn't mean that we want to manufacture or force language that's not authentic to you. We just actually want to dig deeper and help you figure out authentic language to yourself instead of the generic language that everyone else might be using. So that brand is this kind of foundational piece. When we talk about branding and communication and communicating your brand, we get into the active piece of branding, that's the the verb there, which means that we're communicating. Now, I would argue with some of the um, articles here that talk about that you don't want to package, you don't want to be packaged, because when we look at that and the core of it is that a a package or brand communicates what the audience wants to hear. Again, keeping this all in the same umbrella that it has to be authentic, it has to be true about you. One of the biggest rages right now out there in the world of, of careers and leadership is emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence says that you are a better communicator, a better leader, 
if you can adjust your communication style to meet your audience's needs, if you can adjust how you communicate and how you you share your message for your audience and adjust because you can see other people's emotions, right? Read what's going on for them, that you are a better communicator. But then we go over to branding and we say, oh, no, all of a sudden now, if you're not completely authentic in how you communicate, it's a bad thing. You can't have both of those things. And I, I would argue that the emotional intelligence conversation is right. You are a better communicator if you consider your audience and adjust what you say and how you say it to, al- to align, to engage that audience. It doesn't mean that you have to be inauthentic. It simply means that we're considering the audience and we're talking differently, both in the words that we say and how we say them, because we've considered that audience. That's just good communication. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that you're being inauthentic. It means that you're adjusting a little bit in still coming from your yourself. You're adjusting a little bit to engage your audience. That's where personal branding comes in. That when you're communicating this brand that we've helped you uncover, your values, your passions, your interests, your goals, when you're communicating that, we're thinking about the audience. That's that that active piece of branding where we're communicating our message in a way that the audience can absorb it best, can engage with it best. That's just good communication. There's nothing there that says you're being unauthentic. So when Sheryl Sandberg is talking about how you shouldn't have a brand, you should have a voice, one, those two things are pretty much the same thing. And two, you still need to think about your audience. If you're not thinking about your audience, you're not being a good communicator and you're not having good emotional intelligence. So all of those pieces play in together. So why do you need this? Number one thing that we think about when we think about a brand is that someone buys that brand for a reason. So if you go to the grocery store and you pick a brand, usually it's because you have some association, usually emotional, with that brand. Is it the quality? It can be some of those intellectual items, but then usually there's some kind of emotional tug or pull or a connection to that brand. That's what we want for you as an individual in a very authentic way for people to feel a connection with you and therefore want to do business with you or want to hire you or want them want you on their team because they have a connection with you. And that connection is hopefully related to your values, passions, and goals. If you don't know those things, then I might have a connection with you, but I might want you to be on my team or do something for me that doesn't align with who you are because you haven't than expressing who you are throughout our interactions. The other piece is that when we go to the store and we buy a generic brand, typically we do that because it's low cost. It's a commodity. And I don't want any of you or me to be a commodity for people to only purchase us because we're the lowest cost, whether that means you know, that they're going to do business with you or they're going to hire you or they're going to keep you in your role or promote you because you're the, you know, the least risky or the lowest cost. I don't want that. I want them to buy you because of the great things that you are and that you want to be and that are very down to your core, authentic, and true 
for you. That's how we be happy and indispensable at work is that we've aligned what we do and say about ourselves and and the opportunities that we craft for ourselves with our true core brand, if you will, who we are, what we are, what we want to do. So that's why brand is so important. And I really don't care what word you use for it. If you want to use voice instead of brand, go ahead. It's a very deep concept. In fact, the first time I learned about personal branding process and the reach communications training that I took, which is used in 40 countries around the world and has hundreds of coaches that are trained in it and thousands, uh, almost a million people that have taken the assessment. I took this process and I thought, oh, this is counseling. This is at the foundation of career counseling to really help people figure out all the elements of who they are, why they want to do what they do, what they want to do, and what their goals are and what their values and passions are. And it's just packaged in a different way and really active in this personal branding mindset. So that's what our foundation is. When we come back from our break, we're going to talk about the different ways that you can brand and how social media fits into that, the different ways you can communicate your personal brand, how social media fits into that, and then we'll continue talking about how you can decide what might work for you and how much you want to spend there and what you should do if you're actually going to use social media as a tool. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference, every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. What can we do to prepare for a career-altering interview or presentation, land an important deal, or simply play a great game of golf? These activities depend on preparation and execution, which grouped together we call performance. Uncover the mysteries of our mind and unlock the secrets of great performance by illuminating the mental side of life. When we better understand why we do the things we do and what keeps us from accomplishing our goals, we elevate our success. Listen for The Mental Game of Life with Dr. Christie, Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. 
You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. Today we're talking about social media. Is it going to be the savior for your career or ruin it? or somewhere in between. So we've talked about the underlying thought here that that we're communicating who we are in everything that we do. And the foundation for you is to figure out what it is that you want to be communicating about yourself. What do you want people to know about you, to see about you as you are working? And biggest thing we can keep in mind is that we are communicating our personal brand with everything we do every day. So when people interact with us at work, at the grocery store, you know, everything we do is telling people who we are. Now, that doesn't mean we always have to be quote-unquote on, but it does mean that we want to live in congruence with how we want to be seen and that we want to build a brand that's congruent with how we want to be seen. And so, you know, if you want to be seen as the person who never does anything bad, that might be a hard brand to live up to and, you know, might kind of go against that authentic piece. But if we can be true to ourselves and communicate well and, and, and be true to who we are, then we can not feel kind of bolted down or chained down by the fact that we are living and expressing and communicating our brand every day, all day long, which gets us to this point about there are all these different ways that we can communicate our brand. We do it all the time kind of informally, but if we want to do it more formally or really build an idea for people around us of who we are and what we want and how we work and why we work and those types of things, there are some very concrete ways that we can do that. First of all, in person. This is the most important. It's the most effective. It's the most lasting. When people meet you in person and they get a chance to talk with you, they're going to know who you are. They're going to have the visual cues as well as the verbal cues of who you are, what's important to you, how you communicate, how you make them feel. All of those pieces are going to be wrapped up in that in-person communication some of which we can get in other ways, some of which we can't. And it's part of why meeting someone in person is so powerful. So if you really want someone to know who you are, if you really want someone to build a connection with you, in person is going to be a great way to do that. Not the only way, but maybe the best way to meet them in person. So if you're trying to build your visibility in your in, in your industry, in your network, it's going to be in person. The best way to do that is going to be in person. Now, some of you may not do business all in person. You might do it visually. So then, of course, our next best medium is going to be video because it's as close as we can get to getting in person where we see you still and we can 
kind of see your eyes. We we feel when you're when you're being authentic. We can we can see that better in a video than we can over a phone or an email or or even social media. And everything that we do in person, of course, is going to be communicating our brand, how we talk, how we communicate, how we dress. Is that all aligned with who we are and what we want our audience to know about us? In writing, of course, we can write on many different types of mediums to show people our brand. When we're writing articles or blogs or emails, all of all of those communications are communicating who we are to people and what's important to us. And those kind of have that lasting effect, right? People can go back and read it again. So when we are using written communication, we want to be somewhat aware of how that's coming across and, and what it's saying about us and, and who we are and what we value. There's probably other ways besides social media, but those were the big ones that I came up with. So in person, are you making a good impression? Are you finding opportunities to communicate with people in person? Video, how are you using video? How could you use video more, especially if you do business virtually? And or perhaps you work with a virtual team within an organization, what are your opportunities to get in touch with those people via video so that they can really make those bigger connections to you? And if you are using video conferencing in your business or in your company, how can you make sure that you're providing an opportunity for people to connect via video in a little bit more informal way? So some of that chatting that happens before and after an in-person meeting, is there an opportunity for you to create that for your team or create it for yourself if you're doing a lot of video conferencing? The more that you can interact with each other and interact with each other even a little bit more informally, the better connections you'll form and the more opportunity all of you will have to communicate and see who each other are, what is important to them, and what they might be looking for in their next step, all of which is, of course, part of our personal brand. So let's talk a little bit about social media. Social media is a tool that we can use to help build our brand. It does not need to be exclusive from any of these other ways that we were just talking about. So it can be a tool that you use to help continue in-person connections. It can be a tool that you use to get to know people before you go to an in-person event. It can be a tool that you use to share and read and, and connect with other people's branded writings, so their blogs, their articles, your blogs, your articles. And, of course, social media is a great way to share video. So it's not exclusive of any of these things. And, you know, the either-or conversations that we tend to have in our society drive me crazy because it's not an either-or conversation. It's what mix of these do you want to use because you're going to have to do more than one. If you try to do all of your branding in person, I hope you have a really big travel budget 
or that you only do business in your local town and can go meet every individual person that you'd like to do business with in person on a really frequent basis because that's your best option for getting people to make a connection with you is connecting with them frequently. And so it probably is going to not just be in person. That might be the best way. It might be how you try to spend most of your time. You're probably going to have to use some of these other tools in addition to that. So social media by itself doesn't work real well either because it's just one way and not everybody's going to use it. And if you never do any of the other communication tools, you're not probably using social media in the best way you can use that tool either. So it's not an either-or conversation. It's a mix. What do you want to use to communicate who you are, what you want, what you value? Social media has been exploding recently, of course, because there are so many different ones coming on the market all the time. What do you use? Should you be on LinkedIn? Should you be on Facebook? Should you be on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube? You know, you could go on and on and on. And there are many different uh, reasons to be on any of those different channels. So how do you decide? First thing is to go back and really think about your audience. Who do you want to know you. When you're thinking about your brand, it's what do you want to be known for. When you're thinking about that proactive process of branding, it's who do you want to know you? Who do you want to connect with? Because we want to be where they are. We want to choose our our strategy of communication to meet them where they are. And in some ways, also considering what's going to work for us. And You know, there's a few different choices, and some of them are easier for you than others. We'll start with the ones that are easier for you and where your audience is, because that's going to be get you started and get your get your feet wet. So in person, writing video, you may have already thought about which ones of those might work for you. How can you get together with people in person? Do you have industry conferences? Can you go more to your you know, company meetings, any opportunity to really connect more with people in person. Writing. Some of us are writers, some of us aren't. You might want to have a blog or or write articles or do things in writing, even writing tweets and, and scheduling those out, whatever that might be if you're a writer. I like to do presentations, so that's how I ended up doing a podcast And you could do that too, right? People have their own podcasts. What medium is going to work well for you? Then we want to think about what social media is going to work for us to add into as part of that strategy. Where is our audience? Is our audience more on one social media than another? And where can we connect with them there? So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to go through some of the most common social media and talk about who's there, what are they using it for briefly, and we're going to talk about how our hiring managers or or people who might want to do business with us 
using those mediums so that it can help you decide which social media will be the best for that active process of communicating and building visibility for who you are, what you do, and what you're all about. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. If you're looking for an in-depth, thought-provoking discussion about leadership, tune in to Bernard E. Robinson's The Leadership Forum, Making an Impact Through Effective Leadership. Each program provides an intelligent, conversational experience about leadership from Bernard, his guests, and you. If you're interested in improving the quality of leadership in your organization, listen live every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time for the Leadership Forum on the Voice America Business Channel. Starting and running a business can be hard. Moving forward and keeping the excitement alive can be difficult to do. I'm Joe Hosman. If you are experiencing the struggles of opening or sustaining a business or even knowing you need a change in your life, you want to tune in to my show, Go For It. My guests and I will show you the steps needed to build something positive in your week. Listen every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. Today we're talking about social media and does it need to be part of your life or not? So part of this discussion, you know, is what are you looking for? What are you needing out of branding, communicating your brand, whether you're looking to build your business or you're looking to get a promotion, have more people buy from your company, whatever it might be. You've got to to have that goal in mind, have your target audience in mind, and then you can make some of these decisions. Of course, we've talked about the other ways that you can brand yourself in person, being the the obvious one there, in writing, via video. So what's going to work for you? What's going to work for what you are trying to achieve? And then, you know, you've got phone and email. There's some data out there around email and different generations. People aren't necessarily reading email. Of course, you can send people things in the snail mail 
and and that might be a good way to keep in front of them and then do some of those other communication tactics. And social media can be a tool that can add to that strategy. As I said before, I think by itself, it's not going to be any more effective than any other communication strategy is completely by itself. So you're not going to get away with, I'm never going to see anyone in person, and I'm just going to do this all on social media. So if you know you want to use social media to do something, and you want to build your business, you want to get a promotion, whatever it might be, let's talk about who's actually on social media. So if you're looking to get a job, there's some data that came out recently about social media and its use in hiring and actually also its use in just general HR practices. So not necessarily just for hiring, but companies looking at current employees. And some career builder data showed that the use of social media for screening candidates increased 11% from 2016 to 2017. So it's up to 70% now. 70% of hiring managers are screening people on social media. When you look at the full life cycle of recruiting, so from sourcing where people are using social media to actually find people to this screening where they're using it to look at candidates, JobVite showed that 80, well, actually, I guess 92%, 92% of recruiters are using social media for sourcing if you look at the whole process, not just as CareerBuilder did looked at screening. So recruiters, hiring managers are using social media. And if you are looking to get a new job, you want to be headhunted into a new job, you want to be found, it's very likely that that will happen on social media. doesn't mean it will happen without any activity by you. However, if you do a few things on social media, it, it is very likely it could happen because recruiters there, they're looking for people and they're connecting with people on social media. So you might say, well, I don't want to be on social media at all because it's bad for you. Well, there's some data that says it's actually bad for you if you are not on social media. So 57% of hiring managers, 57%, are less likely to interview a candidate if they can't find them online. So, wow, if you aren't there, it could hurt you. You might say, well, that's a risk I'm willing to take. That's all right. At least now it's an informed risk. And 54% of hiring managers have decided not to hire a candidate based on their social media profile. So what you have there actually does matter, both in what you post, what you say, what you comment on other people's posts, etc. You might say, well, that means I don't want to be there, right? Because I can't do anything or they're going to consider it bad. Well, I don't know about that because the things that they found to me, aren't necessary to participate and engage with people on social media. So they found 
provocative or inappropriate photos from 40% of people that they looked at. They found drinking and drugs on almost 40% of people. Uh, discriminatory comments related to race, gender, religion, 30% of people. Bad mouth their previous company or employees, 30% of people. So those are things that I don't think you have to do to use social media as a tool. And those are the reasons that they're not um, hiring these people that they find on social media. So if you are in job search, those are some numbers to think about. 70% are using it to screen. 92% are using it somewhere in the recruiting process. And they actually do care what they find there. Some other things to think about, even if a person is not using a specific social media they're using in general, they're also using online searches like Google, Yahoo, Bing. So 69% of recruiters are using that kind of search engine to look for candidates or to search for you specifically if you apply. So you can control those search results by doing a lot of the activities we've already talked about. So if you go to a conference and you present, you're not necessarily using social media, but your name is going to get up on that website, that conference proceedings, and you'll still show up in a Google search and could help your online brand that way. So if you don't want to be on social media, at least you could still be found online if you're doing some of those other things that have an online presence in a different way. If you are using social media to job search, you're in good company because most of the people who are job seeking are using social media. And, you know, it kind of might surprise you. It surprised some of my colleagues that 55% of recruiters use Facebook so 55% of recruiters are using Facebook to do their outreach. So for those of you who think of Facebook as, you know, just a personal thing or a waste of time, uh, you know, depending on who your audience is and what they're looking for and, and what ways you want to make available for them to connect with you, 55% is nothing to, to scoff at. That's quite a few in terms of the number of recruiters that are using that. Interestingly, 67% of people who used social media to find their most recent mm-hmm. job did not use LinkedIn. They used Facebook. Now, why is this happening? Well, one, because it's easier for recruiters to connect with people on Facebook. There's not some of the barriers that LinkedIn and its system create. And two, because a lot of the time when you're using Facebook to job search, you're friends or family or connections may be able to make connections for you. That's how most jobs are are found, right, is that opportunity to make connections and to be referred. And Facebook facilitates that in some ways a lot better than LinkedIn does. So 67% of people who use social media to find their most recent job used Facebook. Maybe a reason to rethink if you're using Facebook, how you're using it, 
and to definitely be aware that recruiters are seeing your profile there, whether you think they are or not. I would not consider privacy settings a foolproof way to make sure that they're not seeing it. A lot of those companies know how to get what they want um, regardless of what you're, you're doing there. So they're using Facebook. What do you have there? Do you want to use that to your benefit in connecting to those companies? Now, if you aren't looking to necessarily find a job, but you're just online and, and want to advance, 44% of employers are looking at a employed person's social media, and they might make decisions there that cause them to reprimand you or... You know, maybe it's even a place where you could have some positive outcomes. People always kind of think of it in that negative way. Um, 44% of found content on a social networking site that caused them to hire a candidate. So there's a positive way that social media can play into your job search as well. Now, in terms of using social media for your benefit, we talked about, you know, who's your audience and where are they? LinkedIn is probably the most common social media for professional networking. And there's you know, over 400 million members to that. And it's being used not just for job search anymore, but it's being used a lot for employer branding, for people to connect. It's really got, grown out of just being a job search platform. There are 33,000 companies that use LinkedIn talent, LinkedIn's talent solution. So 33,000 companies are using their high-level recruiting platform. And 3 million companies have profiles on LinkedIn. So there's a lot of activity professionally going on on LinkedIn, and it's maybe the safest place to be if you're wanting to use social media to network professionally or to grow your business. LinkedIn is a good place to start, especially if you have a business-to-business type of business. Facebook, as I said, is the second most used social medium for recruiting sourcing, with that 55% of recruiters using it for that. And although, you know, the average age on Facebook is under 40, there is a large portion of the Facebook audience that is in that 50-plus age group. So you have a kind of a wide range of people that are using Facebook, and it may be more important for you than you think it is in terms of recruiting. Facebook is also a great place for those B to C types of businesses, where you can interact with people on a more personal level. People want to interact with you there. And if you're a real estate agent or a financial salesperson, having that more personal interaction is a great way to differentiate yourself because, of course, it's in those fields can get difficult to do that. Twitter is the third choice for recruiters when they're using social media. And, you know, Twitter has a low barrier to entry, so people can follow other people. It's really easy to connect with people there. You don't have to ask to, to be friends or you don't have to ask to link in. You can just follow and, and communicate more easily on Twitter. 
so it's kind of stalled out in its growth, but that's one of the reasons that people like it. And YouTube is a growing place for recruiters, a way for them to see any videos that you might have and to connect with you as a person, with your face, with your content in a different way. So you have a lot of choices in terms of social media. If you're younger and Instagram is the place that you are, know that companies are growing in their use of Instagram as well, especially if they're specifically targeting younger employees. So we know all of these things in terms of our brand and how we want to build it and what social medias are out there. When we come back from our break, we're going to talk specifically about what you can do in 15 minutes a day on each of these to improve your your visibility, to improve your brand online. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. We've been talking today about your, your brand where you want to be seen, how you want to build your visibility, and if online is the place for you. I would encourage you to think about one online way to build your visibility based on the fact that we know 
90% of recruiters are, are going to Google you if you're looking for a job. And if you're trying to sell something, 80 plus percent of people are going to do online research before they buy from you. Even if they meet you in person, they're highly likely to go and, and Google and do some research before they, they buy from you. So what's one place that you could build your online visibility? You could do it through a professional association if you don't necessarily want to have a social media presence, or you could choose one of the most common platforms that works for you and is also where your audience is. So if you are trying to get into a certain type of industry or company, before you decide to jump onto a social media or add one to your strategy, do some research. Is the company that you want to work for or the companies in the industry you want to work for on Facebook? Do they have profiles there? Do they have career pages there? Does it look like they have recruiters that are active through Facebook? Or if you're wanting to connect with a certain type of company or a certain type of person, are people like you on Twitter? Are they active on Twitter? Are they engaging in, in some way on Twitter? So do a little bit of research and see where people like you are, if they're on those social media that you're considering, or where your companies, target companies, recruiters from your target companies are. That will help you decide if a social media might be for you. Then, of course, you have the, is it, a learning curve that you can handle. So learning Twitter, learning Facebook, is that something that is a good fit for you? And then also the third criteria would be the personality of that medium. Is that going to fit for you? So LinkedIn is that more professional kind of face, although if you are just strictly professional there, you're going to have a little bit hard time connecting with people even there because it is social media. People want to have a little bit more of a full picture of who you are than just that professional persona. On Twitter, so, you know, still a little bit professional, more of a place where kind of people build thought leadership and visibility and share articles. Some people, of course, do share what they have for lunch or whatever, but you don't, you don't have to feel like you do there. Facebook being the most personal, probably, in terms of your interaction. Pinterest being a good one if you do things that are visual, if that's part of an interest for you or a professional, a part of your profession. Instagram being a good one if you have visuals, so you're traveling or you love to post those, you know, inspirational memes, whatever it might be that you can use in terms of visually on Instagram. And, of course, doing the research to see if your companies are using that and if people who might recruit you or people who are like you are using those things. So after you've decided where you want to go and what mediums you want to be on, then you want to spend 15 minutes or so each day going through and doing something on that platform. And, you know, you could do it every other day. The more consistent you are, the better your results will be. And I'm going to give you a few things to look at in terms of results here at the very end of our time today. But every day, what could you do on whichever mediums you choose 
to stay engaged. So you could post articles or blogs. They don't have to be yours. They could be from industry industry newsletters. They could be from news sources that you find. And you're posting one of those a day on some whatever platform it is that you've decided on. You can share those with groups on LinkedIn. You can share them on your own feed as, as Facebook. You can tweet them. You want to take the opportunity to tag the person that wrote it, if you can, on any of those mediums. You want to use that as an engagement tool. So you can post things, but you always think about how can you connect with people by doing that. I would say the number one thing that you can do on any medium every day is connect with people that you'd actually like to build a network with. So if you've connected with someone in person, now you've also connected with them on social media, go back and use that social media as a tool to stay connected with them, follow up with them, see how they're doing. If you get the notice that it's their birthday, send a personalized message. Please don't send the the one that LinkedIn creates for you. Send as personalized of a message as you can so that you can actually connect with that person and stay connected with them. Mm-hmm. If you are going to spend 10, 15 minutes on a, a platform each day, that would be a great use of it is to get there and engage with those people that you really want to build a relationship with and go through your connection list engaging with people in as authentic of way as possible on a regular basis and use that opportunity to do that. You can write blogs on LinkedIn's platform. You can write a blog and then share it on LinkedIn, on Facebook, You can share live video. You can now share, well, some people can share live video on LinkedIn. Video, again, is a a great way to connect with people. Using video when you're traveling, when you're somewhere, you're at a concert, the best videos are are more engaging and, and dynamic. So probably not just sitting at your computer unless you have really something you want to share and a few key points that might help people out. That might be more of a LinkedIn video, but people are doing those types of things on Facebook now as well. You can use visuals like a slide share, a slideshow that you can share on LinkedIn. You could you create that into a video to share on Facebook or YouTube. It may be something that you're already doing at work that you could translate into a video so that it's easy. These don't have to be things that you're creating from scratch. It can be repurposed of content that you've already developed. So sharing the top highlights from an article that you wrote or from a presentation that you gave or are about to give, giving that content more visibility and saving yourself some time while still doing some of these brand building activities. So if you're going to start a new medium, my number one tip would be use it to connect with the people that you're already wanting to network with or that you already have networked with, that you connected with at a conference or that are in your workspace but not you don't get to see them every day. Use it to make some of those 
more authentic connections and then expand from there and build your network in, in an authentic way and, and kind of using that to do the things that we know are good in networking. And then you can also build your visibility while you're doing that by sharing. You might tag those people, communicate with them, but it's just a little bit more public and it can build your brand in a more comfortable way for you. So if you're thinking about getting more visibility, feel free to check out the reach communications, reach branding opportunities to work with a brand strategist. You can also check out the Career Thought Leaders website. We have a directory of people that could help you do this. And, of course, if you're a coach, we have resources for you to help your clients build their brand both in person and online. We look forward to seeing you here next week on The Career Confidant, and we'll be helping to bring those resources and tools to you to build your career, advance your career, and achieve your career goals. We'll see you next week right here on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.